The following podcast is sponsored by SuperheroStuff.com. Sci-Fi For Me Radio presents Jason Hunt, Timothy Harvey. This is H2O. So I am uh, I'm making coffee this week. Just you'll, this week? You'll appreciate this. No, it's, it's, a, it's a particular instance. you once for the entire week? A particular instance. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, they're clearly, I cannot make enough coffee for the week. <laughs> um, so I'm, yeah, I got the little plastic scoop. Sure. I'm pulling out the coffee grounds and putting them into the machine. Right. Right, into the filter. And I'm looking at this. Every now and again, I look at this little scoop, and I, I think to myself, I want which which coffee urn tin thing did this come out of? Mm-hmm. Because I haven't seen another one come out of any of the rest of them, you uh-huh. know, Folgers, sure, you know, sure, yeah. you know, all these different ones. And um, and it struck me this week. I'm I'm scooping and putting the coffee in on the handle of this little plastic scoop. Uh-huh. It's a word Cuisinart. It actually came with the coffee maker. And it never it never gelled in my head that that's that was it. I was actually thinking this was going to build up to something where I was going to need to do like a spit take. No, no, no spit takes <laughs> okay. today, unfortunately, uh, because you know we have to be very careful with our coffee because it is precious. It is very true. It has precious limited resources. Great eatings, everyone. Hell, See, Hi, I folks. Coffee. Uh, this is H2O. I am Tim Harvey. This is Jason Hunt. Yes, that is me. Uh, he of the Silver Tongue. Yes. Um, I was just going to say that I actually, every now and again, I, because I, I don't know, I'm, I'm masochistic, maybe, as I pick up a flavored coffee. Uh-huh. Not like a, you know, like a Kona. I actually a, thought about putting some, some, uh, some Nestle Quick in the mix this time and I decided not to. See, I, I'm a big fan of mochas because I think chocolate and coffee go well, very well together. They do. Except, yeah. and I'm going to put a qualifier and I'm not going to name the brand because overall I like their coffee uh, and I buy it regularly. This particular choice was not the right one. Chocolate covered cherry. Coffee? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, not chocolatey enough. Not cherry enough. Cough syrupy though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's like, but no, no benefit of having the alcohol in. It. Exactly. Uh. So it's like coffee drinks, drunk with no hope of passing out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would you do this to yourself? Oh, no, that's, that's terrible. Um, yeah. So um, and you know, uh, it, it was worth a shot. Okay, it was one pot of coffee. Yeah, <laughs> to to pardon the pun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, um, I would definitely say that that's not what I'm going to buy again. Mm. So. Fun. Okay, so we have uh, been discussing off off air uh, some of the shows that were coming back as a remake, sequel, right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. We had that we had that discussion on Echo Chamber talking about the reboots and the and the and the remakes and whatnot. And we've got news today, and this is off genre, so we're not going to talk about it here. But we have news today that Magnum PI. Mm-hmm. Is getting a sequel series right. devel- in development over at ABC that's going to focus on uh, Thomas Magnum's daughter Lily, who actually is an established character from the original series. So it's it's not right. out of, completely out of left field. She is coming back to Hawaii to set up shop, 
and so yeah so there is that and it kind of ties into all of our and, we, and that led to a discussion about Knight Rider which right. kind of did the same sort of thing and we'll try it anyway and that led to a discussion about well what are we going to talk about and I was like <laughs> uh, well uh, we could talk about we could talk about the shows that are coming back and so I've printed out here and there are a few shows coming back a few couple I of have, 12 dozen yeah. I have in my hot little hands here printed for the folks a who are list. just listening to this all they're getting like yes. they, their ears yeah. are like what ah. yeah this is this is uh, and those those who are watching this is eight and a half by eleven paper. This mm -hmm. regular, regular copy paper, single space, mm -hmm. ten, uh, I think eleven point. Probably type. eleven point. Yeah. Two and a half pages of a list of all the genre shows. Of all the genre shows. Now, some of these are in development. Right. So they're not all on the air right now. Some or of them going are going to be on the air this fall. Some of them are coming to, coming mid season. Some are coming January. Some are just got a pilot order, right. or they're in development, or they sure. just got some sort of an order. They're going to script or whatever. But yeah, two and a half pages, which is in one respect really good because we've got genre television, <coughs> genre entertainment has become a thing that is cool. Yeah, you know. On the other hand. Um, when are we watching all of these things? I uh, see. That's it's, that's yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Is, well, when are you gonna? When do you have time? Now, when does anybody have time? On this list, uh, we've got uh, the network shows. Mm -hmm. We have shows that are on cable. Mm -hmm. We have shows that are on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Shows that are on Amazon Prime. Right. Shows that are on Hulu. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I got one here that's in development for a network called G Base. Base. Yeah, never heard of it. Not familiar with that. What's, Not familiar. Uh, I don't know. What's the show? It's, this show is called A Darker Shade of Magic. Huh. And it is in development with the G Base channel. Interesting. Maybe, it's a, maybe it's a satellite channel? Uh, satellite channel or something? I don't know. Direct. Or maybe it's got, maybe it's got a specific thing? focus that, that just happens to be something that they've managed to go, hey, the rest of our programming is going to be this, or... Maybe. I don't know. Um, Google base? Is it a, go uh, is it a Google I, network? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing they don't have right now, isn't it? Um, well, they don't have a standing army yet. I was going to say, uh, as far as you know... Uh, well, see, they got to buy Google. Uh, they got to buy Facebook first. Like they don't actually already and then, own you know, Facebook. they can mobilize the Facebook crowd. Um, you know, like like Facebook does. They'll now. flip the okay. switch and all, all the all our computers will start flashing and all of a sudden we'll be like Yeah. Well it's it's see, they've started because they got uh, those uh, uh, Apple Apple has those new little what do they call them? iPods, Apple Pods, earpods. Oh yeah, ear, yeah. the earbuds without wires, the yeah. wireless earbuds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's first step. First step to upgrade. You guys who have watched Doctor Who, you already know. But the rest of you, we have to warn you. Those little Apple earbud pod things, those wireless earbuds, first step to becoming Cybermen. Don't do it. And it might not be a bad idea to invest in certain sunglasses uh, because <laughs> they live. Get to Mars. <laughs> All right, so I, I just wanted to I just wanted to briefly go through this because um, it's there's a lot of shows yeah and it's it's going to lead to something now those of you who are, are following along at home 
you can send us an email at any given point in time and let us know what shows that you are hotly anticipating. Oh, yeah. Uh, H2O at sci-fi for me.com is, is the email. Or if you've got a comment or a suggestion for a topic or any anything that you want to share with us, mm -hmm. H2O at sci-fi for me.com is the best oh, way Oh, yeah, we to definitely want to hear it. And that inbox is nowhere near full yet. Just saying. All right, so... Um, <laughs> So just the September shows. Yeah. I'm going to look through the September shows because two of them are back. Mm -hmm. Three of them are back. Gotham, uh -huh. back on Fox. So that, that's what I hear. Yeah. Lucifer is back on Fox. Yes. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came back this yes. week. Mm -hmm. And uh, Once Upon a Time is back Sunday. Mm-hmm. Marvel's Luke Cage comes next week. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Actually, That's actually one of the ones I'm looking most looking forward to this fall. Yep. Scream Queens, Star yeah. Wars Rebels. I've got to catch up on Star Wars Rebels. I'm way behind. The Exorcist. Very interested about that show. Um, the Last Man on Earth, which... Genre-esque. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Um, <coughs> and then Z Nation and Van Helsing. All of those are... That's just in September. And I'm curious about Van Helsing because I was, as much as I became a real cheerleader for it and, and definitely someone who who really embraced it, um, I was uncertain about Winona Earp when I first heard about it. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. so Van Helsing, I had that same early feeling of. Eh. Well, I the the concern for me would be since Winona Earp has now done it. How is Van Helsing going to differentiate itself from Winona Earp? Well, because concept-wise, it's pretty much the same show. Yeah, and I think that that's the real question: is is what are they? How are they? How are they going to distinguish Van Helsing from Winona Earp? Because it's it's a it's a female descendant. Mm -hmm. uh, in this case, it's 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 you know Van Helsing's great great granddaughter or something like right. that. Uh, the 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 supernatural villain demon things are you know vampires instead of demons. Right. But the, you know, overall, essentially, it's the same show. Well, and one one has to hope that people the people behind it are going to recognize that there is not just one f strong female lead character. That there's there's variations. There's people come in different flavors and what? And, ah, true. You can have variations and you know there's there's for every. There should well, there should be for every variant of, of a male lead, you should have a variant of a female lead, right? I mean, you, oh, that be the, the, speaking of which, did you see all of the blowback about the first uh, official image of Jumanji? Uh, you know what? I <sighs> I saw enough of it to not to go. So there's something there, but I haven't I haven't looked into it. All right, so there's there's this photo. We're gonna, we're gonna, this is our first divergence of the of the right. Of so they're the in the middle of the jungle. I heard that they're, they're in the right, jungle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a photograph of Kevin Hart. And uh, Dwayne Johnson mm -hmm. and Karen Gillan mm -hmm. and Jack Black. Right. And they're all geared out for the jungle. Mm -hmm. Jack Black has got his little trench coat on, his little pit helmet, his little yeah, yeah. You know, John Lennon sunglasses. He looks very professorish. Mm -hmm. Sure. Kevin Hart uh, is, you know, got the khakis and the hat and the backpack, and you know, he's the he's the lab assistant or mm -hmm. whatever type right. of character. And Dwayne Johnson is, you know. Indiana Jones type of outfit without the jacket, you know, sure, you know right. the tan, the tan shirt, the tan pants, and the boots, and mm -hmm. he's looking all you know tough and spry. And then Karen Gillan is dressed as Lara Croft. 
1.0 Lara Croft. Oh, oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I could I could see how people might the, be a little annoyed with that. The khaki short shorts. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And a maroon midriff top. Oh, sure. And the leather straps across oh, the yeah, yeah, the top. Okay, got it. And when they posted the sh- when they posted the shot, uh, Dwayne Johnson posted it first. Mm-hmm. And in his little description, they posted it to Instagram, and he says, "There's a re- there's a there's a reason behind her outfit. It's in the story. There's a story reason. Cause, I mean, he was he knew, right? Yeah, he knew, and still there was blowback. Well, and then I... Karen Gillan got on her Instagram, and she said, "No, really, trust me. There's a reason. You've got to wait until you see it to know. There's a re- it make it'll make sense when you see it. So." The fact that people are even having to to do damage control preemptively tells me so much about where we are as a culture right now that that people are so bleeding sensitive well, to this whole thing. But and, uh, and, 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 and that's I, get, what, I mean we're well, and know, I don't, but, we'll get. We'll, I don't want to spend too much time on this either. But at the same, but you time, talk about the female the female character. We've also we've also been programmed at this point. To look at that look, especially our generation, we grew up with Laura Croft. I, yeah, I we see that and we go, oh, Laura Croft. Laura Croft. And, and there's a generation of men who are going, and the folks who come up, And it's entirely going, possible that the, the story reason behind this is, is, terrible. is, to, <laughs> is to address... And it may the stereotype. Very, it may very well be. It, it could very, very well be. But the, the problem is, uh, of course, is that anytime you post something anywhere, it immediately becomes a game of telephone because it's the internet. Exactly. Because and the internet is ugly. I don't know if I don't. I don't context. Know context heard. gets stripped away. Yeah. And it's just a picture out in the world. And you can you could actually have a meta tag that somehow manages every time you look at the picture online, like. Dwayne Johnson's voice emerges from your speakers <laughs> and says, I Wouldn't swear to God, there's a reason. Wouldn't and that be would, funny? And it would still, people it, yeah, would still get still, upset. Yeah, it would still Because it, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's, an, it's a thing. So now, so I'm looking at this list. Now, one of the reasons why I'm going through this list mm-hmm. is because uh, partly to talk about the plethora of programming that's available to us now. A couple of 12. But, but also to talk about. The recaps mm-hmm. that we're going to be doing, sure, uh, because there are a lot of shows, mm-hmm. and we are going to be recapping quite a bit of them. Now, yeah. Brain Dead on CBS just wrapped up its first season. Right. Uh, for those of you who did not see, we had recaps from Thomas Townley mm-hmm. uh, on our on our site. The um, uh, Agents of Shield. Uh, we're doing not exactly like a recap, but Level Eleventy Seven is our other our Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We're discussing that. That's back. Uh, on the air again. And while I wasn't able to join you guys, uh, uh, this time I did get a chance to watch the episode, and I think the later time slot... Okay, one episode. We're basing this on one episode. Sure, yep. But I think the later time slot, at least for this episode, benefited it a lot. I think it did. I think the it did. visual I, texture, it looks better. Well, and... The story seems really... Yeah, and, and like we talked know. about, you could not do Ghost Rider at the earlier hour. Well, you couldn't... Think. Not, not, not get, and give him justice. Well, I think you might be able to do Johnny Blaze... Because Johnny Maybe. Blaze's, I think I think you could Johnny Blaze's is easier to. This is going to sound weird. Easier to water down for yeah. an earlier time slot. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, um, the young man, the young actor who's playing the brother in the wheelchair, mm. is Chris from Fear the Walking Dead, who Dustin and I hate with a passion. Oh yeah. And two things spring to mind. One, 
maybe that means Chris dies, and Dustin <laughs> and I will do a little happy dance. We'll actually film us doing a happy dance, by the way, if that happens. Um, but it could also mean that my secret suspicion that he's actually a very talented actor is probably true, as opposed you know, to you know, the fact that Dustin thinks he just can't act. Stranger things have happened. It's just it's the material, not the actor. Now, you mentioned Fear the Walking Dead. That oh. is one show that is, that's covered on uh, Zompocalypse now, which is another podcast. And we are and... That's, that is almost over. We are in the last couple episodes for Fear the Walking Dead this And season. then The Walking Dead comes Walking back. Walking Dead comes back in October. You guys are also covering Preacher. Uh, we covered Preacher. We're actually going to pick up after this first review of uh, Lucifer, which will be a text review. Uh, you'll be able to read it. We are going to be adding that to the to the Zompocalypse now oh. as well. Um, mostly because Dustin is very excited about doing a review of the second season of a show he has not watched the first season <laughs> of. But I think it's now. Gonna are, you gonna, are you going to are you going to continue to do the recap the written recaps then of Lucifer? Or is it just going to be the one and then y'all? Well, I think we may. Have, I think it's going to be two separate podcasts. Okay, good, two separate good, two separate good, things. Good, um, okay. I so, also have a backlog of uh, Dead of Summer. Well, recaps and uh, for those of you who might sit there and go, "Well, wait, Dead of Summer isn't that show done?" If you even heard of it. It is available online, yeah. so and we actually would like to get more people to watch it so that maybe they can do a, a follow-up of some kind. And we are also posting recaps right now of American Horror Story. Yes. That just started up again. Mm-hmm. Kiri Evans is doing that. You may be familiar with her work from our Game of Thrones recaps mm-hmm. that we did this summer. We right. fin- finally, after, what, what, what season is this for Game of Thrones? <laughs> five? Season five, season six. What season are we in for Game of Thrones? Six? six are we in five? six? Something like that. Finally got somebody to recap Game of Thrones. Regularly. Regularly. And I'm very happy about that. Oh, yeah, me too. And she, and she does a really good job over there. Outlander, Allison Isberg has been doing the recaps mm-hmm. for Outlander. Yes. Uh, and that's going to be coming back for another season. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, I just look through all of this stuff. Yeah. All well, and stuff. it's it's um, interesting because, of course, you and I talk about all the time about not having the time to watch the stuff we want to watch. Yeah. Um, and to have this many choices and this many options. Now, some of these things... You know, I'm not necessarily going to be, I, I, and I realize it's almost un-American at this point. I'm not a huge Game of Thrones fan. I have, I don't feel the urge to watch the show regularly. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but so that means I don't. I'm, that's one off the list of mm-hmm. the 75 other shows. Yeah. You know, I actually list. haven't. Co- I, ha- I have not counted how many are on this list. I, I fear doing so. Um, um, I'm going to say just on the basis there, there's about 40 lines to a page. So it's about, uh, a hundred shows. Yeah. Roughly. Ish. You know. Yeah. Now, um, uh, the other shows that we're, that we're recapping, uh, just, just to, just to throw all mm-hmm. of these out. 12 Monkeys. Right. Uh, when American Gods comes to stars, oh, we will be recapping that I'm one. Looking forward to that so much. Um, American Horror Story, Arrow, mm-hmm. Ash versus Evil Dead. Bates Motel, Kiri's going to take that one. Oh, good. Um, when Between comes to Netflix, mm-hmm. we'll have somebody recapping that one. Mindy's going to take that one. Um, there's a show called Beyond that's coming to Freeform, Black Mirror on Netflix, BBC. Right, yeah. Uh, t- uh, Thomas got Brain Dead. We've got uh, – now, this is on my list, but I don't know if it's ever going to happen. Brave New World on Sci-Fi, which is the – it's going to be the new the new version of Brave New World on Sci-Fi. We have not heard anything about it since it was announced. Well, even that's going to be the limited uh, – Yeah, a, a it's going to be – it's, it's a miniseries. Yeah, but we don't know – we don't even know if it's still happening right. 
outside of, hey, we're going to be doing Brave New World, and then nothing. They right. made Childhood's End, mm-hmm. and they got one based on a Frederick Pohl book that they're working on. But Are they doing Gateway? Uh, yeah, they're doing Gateway. <laughs> okay, but, cool. But yeah, maybe, um, maybe. They could be maybe. very cool. Well, Brave, Brave New World and Gateway, we haven't heard anything past. If they, take, they if, announced if it. For Gateway, uh, if, they t- if Gateway would benefit very much from doing the, the Expanse treatment. I mean, treat it, you know, treat it like it's it's in the same universe as the Expanse, even though it's clearly not. Right. You, I think audiences would really respond to it. Yeah. Um, we got Class coming to BBC America, right. uh, and that is wrapped. And the new episode, the first episode, should be out in October. October. Yeah. October. Uh, Colony is coming back for another season to USA. Right. Uh, uh, if you did not watch the first season, you have time to catch up. It's actually really good. Con Man. On Vimeo mm-hmm. is actually going to be a series on on Vimeo mm-hmm. apparently. Um, let's see, Dark Matter came back for a second season on Sci-Fi. Right. Finally, I binge watched it all. Really enjoyed it. Uh, we mentioned Dead of Summer. Uh, Sony is developing something. This is this is in development. Something called Deadly Class. Don't know anything about it, mm-hmm. but it's on this list. Now I've pulled I've pulled this list from a number of different sources. Right. So yeah, you know, this a, a lot of them were just. Here's what we here's what we know so far. Right. Like it. And uh so you know, we don't know. Um uh BBC also doing Dirk Gently. Right. Dirk Gently's holistic detective agency, which uh Maria Foss is going to uh take recaps for that one. She's be our very new... interesting how they're gonna take their take on this Yeah. Maria's Maria's our new correspondent. She's up in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to be looking forward to that. Uh, of course, you've got Doctor Who when right, it comes back. which is going to come back for the Christmas episode. Yeah. And then probably Easter will be the beginning of the new series. Uh, I've, I've heard April. I have not heard a date. They have traditionally had an Easter-ish yeah. episode. Okay. So it'll be the Saturday before Easter. All right. Traditionally. Uh, BBC Channel 4, Electric Dreams, The World of Philip K. Dick. Interesting. This is the one that Brian Cranston is involved in. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, anthology an- show where they're basically just adapting. Yeah, stories? anthology. Okay. Anth- uh, some of his, his stuff. Emerald City coming to NBC in 2017. Face Off coming back mm-hmm. for another season on Sci-Fi. Right. Now this one, interestingly enough, I'm going I'm going alphabetical through here. Right, sure. This one just popped up on my email today, yesterday, today. It's a show called Falling Water. It's on USA, and it starts. On October 13th. Falling Water. Falling, falling Water. It's about a group of people who are able somehow to cross over into each other's dreams. I've heard about this. I've heard about this vaguely. No, maybe not. Okay. Because on Netflix, the Wachowskis have Sense8. Which right. does the exact same yeah, thing. No but, no, but it's something else. Yeah. Um, and I, but yeah, Falling Water is the new one uh, that's coming to USA. And I got a, I, we got a press kit. Oh, jeez. We got mm. a press kit. What? Well, the first what? up, is, the first up on uh, Googling it is the first up is the AV Club's review. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and I quote. <clears throat> yes. Falling Water takes a high dive into a disappointingly shallow pool. That's the first listing Ouch. Ouch. So we'll have yep. to take a look at that and we will. see uh, <laughs> yeah. if that lives down to its claim. Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. HBO is developing Foundation. Yeah, I'm really curious about that. That room. Yeah, I just. Okay. Um, CW's got Frequency. It starts October 5th. Mm-hmm. 
From Dusk Till Dawn on Netflix. We need to get somebody back on from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, Game, um, Game of Thrones, uh, Kiri and, and uh, Lauren mm-hmm. are working on that one. Uh, we mentioned Gateway on Sci-Fi. Good Omens is in development. Uh, the Neil Gaiman. Right, that project. would be a mini. Yep. Uh, Gotham, Please make it a mini. Do not some, do not turn it into a series, guys. Okay. Gotham is back on Fox. Jeff Hackworth is doing recaps, and we are discussing somebody has to. that show and mm. all of the other DC shows on our Rogues Gallery podcast. You drew the short straw. He actually likes it, I know he which, which you is know, great. Hey, I'm happy he likes it. Yeah, more power to him. Grimm is back January 2017. For its last season. It's last season. And it's 12 episodes? I think so, I think yeah. So, just 12. Uh, so uh, Maya, Maya Aids is uh, our lead reporter mm-hmm. on that one. Um, and I don't know if she's going to do recaps. I know the Grimly Speaking podcast will be discussing some of that right. uh, as part of that. Um, Showtime's developing Halo. I think that's based on the game. Okay, I will. I will put that <coughs> over here in the yeah. Believe it. Believe when, when I, I see it when it actually airs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sci-Fi just announced they're developing. They're, uh, they're doing a pilot at least of Happy, based on the graphic novel by Grant Morrison. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Warner Brothers Television is also developing a show called Hex. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a doesn't have a home yet. AMC has Humans. Mm-hmm. Sci-Fi just uh, dropped the first trailer for Incorporated. Which is that Matt Damon uh, right, series right, right. that uh-huh. actually looks a whole lot like Gattaca? Yeah, which is okay. We need actually. I, I'm I'm all in favor of more science fiction like Gattaca. Yeah, that's November thirty. That's November thirtieth mm-hmm. when that now. Well, more more stuff like Gattaca if it's like Gattaca because right. Gattaca was good. Yeah, well, yeah. Gattaca was idea yeah. science fiction. Yes, uh, AMC's also got Into the Badlands, which is back in 2017, which. Genre esque? No, it's very much Is genre. It? Yeah. It's it's very it's well it's, it's a post apocalyptic future. Yeah, and it's got a it's it's to me it just from looking at the promos of it got it has kind of a B movie vibe. It well it's it's an, it's basically take it's kung fu. It's stuff, yeah. Right? It's it's remember did you, ever, did you ever see Six Gun Samurai? Bits and pieces. Okay, well it's there's. It's hard to explain that show because it really it's 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 like a feudal setup. It's post-apocalyptic because there's all these little elements of our time right. pop up, and it's very martial arts. It's choreographed. I mean, the fight scenes are great, but I could never get engaged. Even though it's visually very interesting and the mm-hmm. fight scenes are cool, I never got engaged with the characters enough. Ah. And that 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 and that's you know not every not everything's for everybody. Two dimensional. Um, maybe I just stereotypical. Archetypes, caricatures. Certainly some archetypal stuff, but also a lot of, um, oh, you're the boy who, when you get angry, Trumpy you... Stuff. Yeah, it's kind of trippy. Yeah, okay. But not, right. not bad. Just, yeah, never really engaged me. Yep. CW's got iZombie back mm-hmm. sometime. We don't have a date yet. Um, Killjoys came back this summer for another season. Another that one got, I binge-watched. That got Enjoyed renewed it for quite a, a bit. third season on that one. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow is back October 13th. Looking forward to that. Legion. We got a trailer for Legion. This yes, is over on did. Fox. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of the X-Men series that is mm-hmm. being uh, put out there now. And for those of you who want to put it in context, Legion is actually the son of Charles Xavier. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Moira McTaggart. And he has powers. He has a lot of powers. Oh. He is a dangerous young fellow. You might uh, You might find this one interesting. Legendary is developing... 
uh, an adaptation of John Scalzi's Lockean novel. Oh, okay. <laughs> and IDW Television, you know, IDW Publications, IDW Comics. Yeah, uh-huh. They now have a television wing. Did you know this? IDW TV. I had TV. heard about this, actually, yes. I, where, where is it airing? Uh, it's not. Uh, that's their that's their production company, you know, like yeah, yeah, Marvel yeah. Studios. Okay, but where is it? Yeah, where is it ending up? Where's the where's the product? I, I don't know. Up? They're okay. going to shop it around. Sure. Okay. Uh, an adaptation of Lock and Key, which See, is it's finally it's finally they said we're I just going to do it ourselves. They put together IDWTV specifically so they could make Lock and Key into a TV show. Um, and I want to see that happen. So I hope they find someplace so to do gonna it because Lock and Key is. You have Lucifer. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a show on CBS that's coming, which really surprises me because CBS just dumped their only genre show. Uh, something called Luna, New Moon. Hmm. Don't know anything about it. Mm-mm. That's page one. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, we'll get through a little bit more of this before we get to the break. Right, I think yeah, yeah. maybe we'll get through the M's before we get to the okay. break. Yeah? <laughs> sure. uh, making History. On Fox, this is coming in 2017. I think it's going to be a mid-season. This is one of oh, the yeah. many time travel shows. This is the one where they have to go getting. back and fix the, uh, this is the, the wonky c- timeline, right? This is the comedy one. Oh, okay. okay. This sorry, is sorry. the comedy. You're thinking about Timeless yeah, okay. on NBC, and, and, which and is actually... Is, they're kind of starting to blur in. at this point. Yeah, they are. That's the problem, yeah. is that already they're starting to blur, and I haven't watched any of them yet. Yeah, so we've got uh, we've got that one coming in uh, in the fall. Or, or rather, in in mid season, Agents of Shield is back, and it looks really good. It really did. I was very impressed. Uh, Curtis Smith sent me a text Tuesday mor- Tuesday uh, afternoon. He said, "I can't make it tonight." He was gonna he was gonna mm-hmm. come join us, and he said, "But I'm really, I just don't know how the Ghost Rider just doesn't drive a car. Ghost Rider dri- uh, rides a motorcycle." And I sent him a text back. I said, "Well, this isn't Johnny Blaze. This is this is the the new Ghost Rider that's in the comics." Oh, I'll reserve judgment then. <laughs> <laughs> and I can hear I can hear the text. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I hear it in his voice. And he sent me a text today. He says, "I love it. I love the new Ghost Rider. It's so cool." So yeah, we have a we have a convert, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody who likes well, and I said, I said before, the, visually, this is a step up for the show. And yeah. it's, on, it's one episode. They could the next episode it could go completely back, but just cinematography wise, the color grading, it just looked really good. Yeah, it yeah. did. It looked very cinematic, mm-hmm. which I think it, it's a good benefit for the show. Freeform developing Marvel's Cloak and Dagger, which is, I really think could be cool. Yeah, we got that slated for twenty seventeen. Yeah. Don't know anything else about right. it. There's been no casting Cast, announcement. Casting nothing. is going to be key on that. Yeah. Because you got to really invest in those characters. Uh, casting and her costume; those are going to be the two right, biggest her, her costume internet blow up things that could happen between now. Honestly, and if 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 it was me, if this, if if they had come to me and said, "Mr. <coughs> Harvey, we need you to design the costumes for this," I wouldn't even put them in costumes. I put them in street clothes and have them work. You, and they would be they would have elements of the colors. Yeah, because I think design-wise there she has one of those costumes that looks great on the printed page. Mm. Um is really impractical in real life. Like yeah. massively like, impractical. Like a, lot, like a lot of superhero. Uh, but I mean also the fact that she's an adolescent. Yeah. There's your other thing that when Cloak and Dagger came out if you stared directly at it you were Getting a little squeaky, squishy, bleh. creepy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was aimed at teenage boys, so most of us went right past us. But now, mm-hmm. as a dad with a daughter, 
Yeah. I'd be like, um, well, and, put and the some fact, clothes on you, and lady, and cover that, up your chest. Yeah, the fact that Freeform is doing it, you yeah. would think that would be one of the first things that they're looking at is to make it more, probably more like the Netflix shows. Well, and I think uh, in I terms think that, of aesthetic. Uh, and honestly, there's a real benefit to taking that aesthetic for some of these characters because there are, the, for the cloak character especially, there's a touch, a touch of the horror element mm-hmm. that I think would actually benefit more from a more visually realistic base yeah. than a uh, cartoony comic booking base. So. Yeah. And speaking of the Marvel Netflix shows, Daredevil is back for another season. No. Yay. <laughs> uh, Marvel's Iron Fist, which That's is still very... yet to come out. We've got a trailer, yeah. mm-hmm. but we uh, it's coming out in 2017. We don't have a date yet. Right. Uh, we mentioned Luke Cage, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones. Um, those are all back. Uh, Marvel's Runaways in development at Hulu. Yeah. Hulu's getting into original programming. They are. I'm, <clears throat> Runaways Runaways could be very, very interesting. Yeah. If if it's done right. If, yeah. Well, see, and all that's of these the are done right. Okay. That's There's, the caveat right the there, right? the statement right there. All of this um, is if it's done right. Uh, the Defenders, The Punisher, mm-hmm. all of those are coming out. Now, Midnight Texas. This is something that I've heard about before, mm-hmm. and it went away. And now it's back on the list of things that are kind of in development. This is going to be over on NBC. Okay. Midnight Texas is kind of a supernatural, horror-ish type of, you know, um, strange things happen in Midnight Texas type of thing. Sure, sure. Right. So we're talking more about the Weird West? Yeah. interesting. Maybe. I want to say that I saw back in the day when there was... Uh, uh, blockbuster video stores. Yeah, when you actually walk through and they had movies up on the show. Uh, you know, hell you say? <laughs> I want to say that I saw that there was a movie called Midnight Texas, and I want to say Janine Turner was in it. Huh. Okay. I could be wrong about that. It has been known to happen it. for me to be mistaken. And as as we've demonstrated here on the show, we do have listeners that will readily point out when I am mistaken about something. So Both you know, I'm are. waiting for that to happen. If you if you if if I'm right or if I'm wrong, I'm awaiting confirmation. H two O. On the other hand, there was a period of time when they were cranking out so many movies for mm. video stores that yeah. there's a lot of things that have the same name as something else. That's true. Midnight Texas could be a romantic comedy about a girl and her dog. I, and, I don't think it was. Know, meet, meets the nice young boy down the street. I seem and, to recall the you know, the cover art had. Uh, uh, you know, part of the part of the town, and it was dark and spooky. Sure. And Janine Turner, and then somebody, I think maybe in a sheriff's uniform mm. or something. I don't know. Yeah, right. yeah. I'll have to look it up during the break. Right. Uh, Mr. Robot on USA just got picked up over another uh, so, I, thing. From and what I just hear, won some Emmys. From what I hear, though, the the fan reaction for the second season has been really all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So I have not watched. I have. That's such not a show I've actually watched. And I feel behind on that because they're all the praise it's gotten. Yeah. Also in development at Hulu, something called Myst. M Y S T. Don't know anything mean about like it. Like the incredibly popular game that has been. Some people have been talking about making a film adaptation or uh, something for like twenty-five years now. Yeah. Interesting. Yep, that one. I'd be yep. Curious. And that mm. gets us to the midpoint in our alphabetical list. And I have a reason why I'm, we're going through all of this, yeah. and I will get to that in the back half of the show 
after we refill coffee mugs, yep. let you hear from SuperheroStuff.com. They are our sponsor. They have been with us for now 115, 116 episodes. We like them. Uh, so we're going to let you hear from them. We're going to refill coffee mugs and be back with more of the shows. We are, well, uh, some of them we're recapping. Some of them we may not be. I don't know. When H2O continues right after this. This is Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Where can you get the latest cool superhero and sci-fi merchandise? SuperheroStuff.com! From t-shirts to keychains to cookie jars and everything in between. Superhero Stuff has added more buyers to the staff, which means more stuff, which means more for you to choose from. And don't forget the Hero Box, the must-have superhero mystery box. A $70 value, just $49. Visit SuperheroStuff.com today and gear up with your favorites. SuperheroStuff.com! Where heroes shop. Whoa, where'd you get that shirt? Bought it at the convention last week. It's an atomic cotton design. Atomic cotton? Yep, they got t-shirt designs from sci-fi, horror, cult films. All the shirts were really unique and fun. I had to get one. I gotta wait for another convention, though. Nope. AtomicCotton.com. I ordered a shirt. Shipping was super fast. Atomic Cotton, where Erica and Zach combine their passion for art and film to create wearable art. All original, made with a love for the genre. Coming to a convention near you very soon. Or find them on the web at AtomicCotton.com. Atomic Cotton. Shirts and art for fans by fans. I'm meteorologist Brian Busby. If you're traveling to a convention this weekend, especially if you're a cosplayer, it helps to know what the weather's going to be like. Rain and fur don't mix very well, now do they? That's why every week, Sci-Fi For Me gives you the weather forecast for every city hosting a convention. Those we have on our list, anyway. And that's worldwide, not just in the United States. It's part of our commitment to bring you content you won't find anywhere else. Just click on the Conventions tab over at SciFiForMe.com, your portal to the science fiction multiverse. Star Wars fans, McKenna Riley here inviting you to join me for the latest news, rumor, and innuendo from a galaxy far, far away. Salacious Crumbs only on Sci-Fi For Me TV. Midnight Texas from the author of True Blood. Uh, True Blood meets... What did I say? Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks. In it's an interesting town. pedigree. Yeah, so that is, that is that. Back on H2O, Jason Hunt here along with Timothy Harvey. Hello. And we are going through all of the lists, and it and it hit me earlier mm-hmm. that uh, this episode is actually. You remember a couple of episodes back when we said we we're going to do the fall TV preview? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is it. This is it, folks. Here it is. We pre- we previewed it three weeks yes, ago. That's what it was. Yeah. Preview. <laughs> Because we got ta- I got mm-hmm. taken to task uh-huh. for not staying on topic for that episode. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, here we go. We are talking about all, all, all the many shows. of the shows that are in the genre, most of which have either uh, have been on the air or mm-hmm. they're going to be on the air or they're in development to be on the air. Now, a lot of these shows are actually done and on the air somewhere right. yeah. or they're about to. So... It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've gotten through the M's. Right. Oddly enough, there are no shows that start with N on this list. Oh, you, We go right to O. Um, now, there's a lot of V. <coughs> title, is, title, title. Is the new adaptation <clears throat> of The Mist under Stephen King's The Mist? Yeah, it's under The Mist. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, so, gotcha. Because gotcha. I've got a no, whole no, lot no, of fine. I got a whole lot of. Well, the. You, ne- you never can tell with the. the. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, how these how these things are going to end up yeah. being listed. I actually got taken it. Uh, I told that um, uh, the movie that I made, the Apology Dance, mm-hmm. I should change the title and just call it Apology, Apology Dance, Dance. Yeah. because you know. A. Right. Ends up on the front page. Right. Ah, Whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, starting with our O's. Once Upon a Time is back for another season on ABC. Otherwise known as Why Regina Can't Be Happy. (laughs) That is the entire... That is the the premise of the show. That is the premise of the show, is Why Regina Cannot Be Happy. So, that's back. Um, Dan Handley has been doing recaps. I don't know if he's going to continue on that or if we're going to find somebody else to do it, but we will have recaps of Once Upon a Time. Lots will be drawn. Yes. Um, Orphan Black. On BBC America, the last season. And congratulations to Tatiana Maslany for her finally, finally getting an Emmy yeah, oh yeah. for Best no, Actress I mean, in a Dramatic Role. That is that is hard to do, to act and, against yourself so well. And, and congratulations to Tatiana Maslany and Tatiana Maslany <laughs> and Tatiana Maslany and Tatiana Maslany. They just gave her the one award, didn't they? Yeah, they gave her one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and really... Her double should get one too. Oh no, no doubt, no because doubt at all. she's got to go through all of it with her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, yeah. and I actually looked her up. We did this the last time we had it's Catherine something, right? Um, yeah, she's she she's just as deserving uh, of the. I would agree. <clears throat> but yeah, Orphan Black back for its last uh, last season. Outcast on Cinemax. This is based on uh, Robert Kirkman. Right, I've been wor- solely novel. working myself through it. Um, and I'm, I haven't decided how I feel about it. I'm, I'm, I'm I've made it up to the third episode mm-hmm. and I haven't decided how I feel about it yet. All right. I think Sam Sentman has offered to write recaps for that one. Um, cool. he was doing, uh, he did Penny Dreadful. Right. He was doing Damien. Mm-hmm. Hated Damien. Well, Damien was bad. Damien was bad. Damien got canceled very, very yeah. quickly. Um, uh, we mentioned Outlander over on Stars. Allison Isberg's been doing those. And if you haven't read those recaps of Outlander, even if you're not watching the show, those are just fun. Um, because she's, you know, if the kid dies, we riot. Yeah. yeah but she's very, very, very funny. Uh, Paranormal Witness on Sci-Fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allison, Allison Isberg and Rachel Mueller. Right. All, uh, both uh, doing that. They're our Baltimore mm-hmm. field unit. Right. Um, Nickelodeon has two Power Rangers series. I'm going to go ahead and include them because Power Rangers is coming back as a movie. Oh, that's, no, that's fine. So we've got Power Rangers Dino Charge, which was this uh, came out in August, and then Power Rangers Ninja Steel is going to be in 2017. Now, uh, obviously, we we want you to come to our website too more than anything else. But io9 did do a like multi day list of all the different Power Rangers shows. Oh, did they? From, like, the, the original Japanese Power Rangers shows. Right. For, like, how many years has that show been on the air? 25, 30 years? Uh-huh. And so it's all the different costumes and all the different breakdowns. And it all took the them, character combinations. In terms of, it took them, like, three days to do, to have a, a, articles that weren't ridiculously long. Yeah. And I just skimmed them, because I'm not a, I'm, I, I, I was too old when they hit the states mm-hmm. to really yep. grab me, and then by that point, I was just you know it, it was something that never really caught on. There was a whole generation of that, I think. Actually, you and I, your our age group, sort of just kind of missed it. Yeah. But the ones you know, younger younger siblings were often caught up in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, impressive history on that show that America <laughs> does. Americans don't even seem to grasp. Oh, I know, I know. Um, powerless 
the next mm -hmm. on our list. This is NBC. It's coming to mid-season. This is the DC Comics workplace comedy. Right. Thomas Townley will be taking recaps for that. Uh, we mentioned Preacher. Team Zombie is talking about that yes. one. Yes. Looking uh, forward to season two. These these two these next two are in development. FX is working on Red Shirts, mm -hmm. also a John Scalzi book, and Sci-Fi has Ringworld that they're in development. <sighs> and a little a little comment here. Ringworld is, if you haven't read it, it is one of the defining works of science fiction. I mean, Larry Niven. Um, there's a reason his name gets mentioned in the same sentences. Usually the paragraph reads, you know, Asimov, Clark, Bradbury, mm. Heinlein, McCaffrey. Niven, McCaffrey. You know, he's in there. He's in that yeah. list. And Ringworld was hard SF, stellar engineering. I mean, just incredibly, you know, big ideas. And, the, and that whole, uh, what was it? It's not the future history. What's, what's the name of the, the overarching series? Uh, I can't remember, but anyway, uh, um, and Jerry Pornell, uh, some of his books actually get worked into that series as well. The, oh, the, right. the, the Empire of Man, I think, is, is Pornell's series. Okay, um, but then they, you know they, they of course wrote the Moat in God's Eye and and on the Gripping Hand and the Gripping Hand and uh, also really fantastic books. Um, but Ringworld is one of those things that if you get it wrong, mm -hmm. I do not want to see another. To your scattered no, it was no, it was Riverworld. Remember that? Oh, remember the, remember yes. the two uh, different versions of Riverworld that Sci-Fi Channel yes, murdered? Yes. Well, um, what was that one that uh, was it? Brian Singer that did Dark Moon. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That just was the pilot, it and was, was it didn't. It, yeah. Nothing happened after that. I was like, well, it's this they, is terrible. Yeah, and and you don't want to you don't want to wreck. You don't want to base a series off something that is an iconic piece of science fiction literature and do it wrong. You know, I'm wondering if that could be why we haven't heard anything about Strange New World yet. Uh, or Brave New World. Strange New World. It could be. I mean, honestly, announcing it and then taking your time to do it. Well, Westworld. The the rework. I know that's yeah, on the list. That's on the list. Um, but yeah. you look at how long Westworld took to go from announcing to the beginning of shooting to wrapping and shooting they took their time mm -hmm. and i think just in the previews alone it might be working maybe i i realize there's a there's a show that's not on this list and mm -hmm. i need to research whether or not it is actually still in development because i'd heard a rumor at one point that they were doing a new version of logan's run okay we've been hearing they're going to do a new version of logan's run of some kind for yeah we need to look into all that. the years we now need to look into that because i am curious what the status is on that one. You know, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that with the push for young adult films, there hasn't been somebody pitching a Logan's Run film because it, it, to, that, to that target audience. Because in the book, it's 19. Is, oh, it is? Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not uh, it was 25 in the movie, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But it's so basically, they, once you once you start becoming an adult, you're done. So it's a it's a very different dynamic. So the characters are younger; they have, they grow up quicker, in a way, because you right. know, they're forced to. But yeah, it's a very different dynamic. And of course, the books also have a much bigger story to tell than the than the iconic, very much in 1970s, 1980s. When was that? When was that? Late 70s? Something like that. Yeah. Um, early 80s, one of the two, but 
yeah, it's, it's a very iconic film, but it's also not remotely story accurate. Yeah. Uh, CW's got Riverdale on October 3rd. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> some of you may be uh, kind of looking sideways at us right now. We mm-hmm. don't know. The reason that it's on this list, mm-hmm. it is conditionally on this list. Right. Because it's on the CW. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Greg Berlanti, mm-hmm. who's doing all of the DC Comics shows. Right. And the way it has been described, it sounds like almost, maybe, there could be either a Twin Peaks type of vibe to it or some some sort of a supernatural element that comes in. The dark and seedy underbelly of Riverdale. You know, that that dis, the, some of the description has kind of hinted and teased a so little Archie's bit. So Archie's a pimp now it and could be, well, Betty and Veronica. <laughs> well. On the other hand, on the comic book side of things. Okay, let's, let's, okay, let, okay. let me address oh, no, this no, for no. a second. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay. Archie's not a pimp, but oh dear, I was joking. in this particular version of Riverdale, Miss mm-hmm. Grundy, uh huh, is not old, uh huh. <coughs> and uh, who's playing Miss Grundy? I don't know, but she looks pretty good. Well, Miss Grundy was a young girl, young young girl woman once. Well, uh, this particular Miss Grundy is a young woman and has a secret illicit affair with. High schooler Archie during the summer. So it's Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Well, actually, Dawson's Creek was a very successful show, and so who knows? But well, and Greg are... Berlanti worked on Dawson's Creek. <laughs> no. So maybe he could just say, hey, let's do it with Archie and Josie and the Pussycats. Now, we did hear uh, it has been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, you know, in the Archie universe, right. also is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Right. And it has been confirmed that we will see Sabrina on Riverdale. Now, it's interesting, of course, in the comic books, if, you, if you're if you wondering what on earth Archie has to do with the genre anything, is that in the comic books, for a while now, the Archie comic books have been cheerfully crossing over into genre territory mm-hmm. and doing really well with it. So actually, some... There was a whole series called Archie Afterlife. Yeah. Because uh, Archie was dead. And there's been some... Spoilers. Yeah. Oops. What? What? Now the reg- you know, I mean, you get your regular yeah, Archie yeah. comics that still goes on. It's the Archie comics mm-hmm. that you'd seen for you know nigh on fifty thousand some odd years. Mm-hmm. But then they are doing this. This particular series that Berlani is doing is based more on Mark Wade's run, the current new mm-hmm. version, the the hip modern for modern times. Well, there is a certain <clears throat> argument to be made that when you're when you start writing a series in the 50s, yeah. It might want to be in my <laughs> just a tad updated. Yeah. Uh November 2nd, Salem comes back to right. WGN. Lauren Garrison's going to take recaps for that one. Good, good. Uh, uh September 20th, we mentioned Scre- Scream Queens, mm-hmm. which is jumping ahead, I think Four years or six years in the timeline, they yeah. are now set at a hospital rather mm-hmm. than the school. Right. Jamie Lee Curtis, of course. John Stamos is coming on as right. a as a regular, as is Kirstie Alley. Yes. Yeah. Could be interesting. That's going to be fun. Uh, so Allison. I Isbert hope so. I, knows... I was disappointed with the first season. Were you? Yeah, because I ended, it's another one I ended up watching after the fact. Right. Um, but so I didn't. It didn't. I don't know. It, it it felt like it could be more. 
Uh, Netflix has we mentioned Sense Eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mindy's going to binge watch those. Mindy Inlow, our 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 intern without portfolio, she's going to binge watch and spin, do some. I want to put some gaps into that's a yeah. that's a kind of show that you might want to take a breather in between. Oh, I'm sure. Yes, uh, Shadowhunters coming mm-hmm. back to Freeform for another season. Um, and we have you know, as we mentioned before, we have a personal connection to that show because. Yeah. Uh, the star, Catherine McNamara, mm-hmm. is from the Kansas City area, and I have the dubious honor <clears throat> of uh, having my uh, my short film mm-hmm. is the very first credit on her IMDb list. <laughs> Way down there at the bottom. She, has, she had to start somewhere, and it was with she you. Did. Yes. There you she go. Did. Yes, she? yes. And look yes. at her now. Look at her now. And look at us now. <laughs> uh, also coming to NBC, six months, three days. Um, which I think, if I remember right, this is uh, a group of people that have that long to live. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Uh, Fox has Sleepy Hollow coming back. Don't know why. Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody asked Nobody for actually it. can ask, answer that question. It's Especially, no longer set in Sleepy Hollow. No, they're going to Washington, D.C., and half of the cast is gone. Um, I think after they killed off – spoilers – after they killed off Abby, the, oh, sh- it, the show was done. Yeah, no. Well, and the fans were done with the show Honestly, by the, by the point Abby died, they had hemorrhaged viewership uh-huh. all through the second season. Yeah. Because after a really strong first season, they basically managed to blow it in almost every conceivable way in season two. Yeah. And then they icing on the cake. Then they doubled down oh, yeah, and like, killed one of their leads. Like, oh, you think that's bad? <sighs> Take, get a load of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? I, I, uh, the, okay, okay. There's there's a chance. They can not turn a very good around. one. Not a very good I'm, one. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good chance, but there's a chance. Unless, you know, here here is... Here's what they could do with that, mm. given the fact that it's going to be set in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and given the fact that it's going to be coming on the heels of a presidential election, mm-hmm. they could turn it into a workplace comedy <clears throat> commentary on Inside the Beltway crap. Um. That could be funny. So basically just throw out the concept entirely and just make a whole new show? Well, that's what they're doing anyway, right? Okay, sure. Well, I mean, think about it. Ichabod Crane Crane represents the founding of the country. Right, so completely different perspective, right? Those principles and that thing and and filter and and he's looking around at all of the crazy stupid. It's like, why are you all being crazy stupid? You know what it's going to be? You know know what it's going to turn into? That show I might watch. It's going to be National Treasure. It's going to be National it Treasure. Could, yeah, well, it was going that direction. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah so. Okay, so uh, that is, where was I? Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, also on Fox, just coming into uh, this coming week, mm-hmm. September 25th, Son of Zorn. Yes. This is an animation live-action mix. Uh, Jason Sudeikis mm-hmm. plays the father. He plays Zorn. And uh, this basically, he's a he's a He Man type, mm-hmm. right. uh, you know, the He Man character, not the not a He Man woman hater type. It's a He Man, He Man, Conan the Barbarian type. Mm-hmm. And um, he's animated. His wife 
Cheryl, I can't remember, but uh, live action. Mm-hmm. All the other, all the other people he interacts right. with, live yeah. action. And he's he's coming back uh, for the the uh, the event of his son's birthday. Mm-hmm. His son's turning, I think, seventeen or eighteen or whatnot. So he's got a, he's coming back into his, into his life. Mm-hmm. Okay? And nobody else thinks that this is a good idea because he's a barbarian prince. <laughs> Who flies around on death hawks and wields a sword and you know, so it's it's, it's hard it's to a, explain that to the neighbors. Yeah, he's gonna sure. he's gonna have to integrate into modern society. Oh, so it's kind of like um, the first season of Sleepy Hollow. I'm gonna be worse than that. I, I think if you take if you were to take Conan the Barbarian mm-hmm. and put him in. A show like The Office. Well, that is that's a, what this is. There is be. a nineteen eighties, I think, what if comic from Marvel, mm-hmm. where Conan ended up in New York City, in could very well the, be the modern day like Marvel universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So played that's, m- I mean, played for much darker effect. Well, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tom uh, Thomas Townley is going to be taking recaps for that um, on We TV. Mm-hmm. Coming at some point, sometime, we know not when, Right, uh, a show called South of Hell, which is done, as far oh, as I yeah, understand. They, you know, yeah, it's, it's just – it's going to be like a retransmission, rebroadcast or something <laughs> like that. So that's coming. Uh, sci-fi I has – I started watching that show, and I started doing recaps for that show. You did? And then, yeah, just completely gave up because it was so bad so quick. Oh, was it? You want yeah. to see how? Because we never published anything. No, we didn't. No, no, because I, I was going to I was going to do recaps. And yeah, I, and you. I watched like three episodes in a row and went, like, "Why would I do this to myself?" Okay, because it was awful, terrible, terrible oh. is the word I'm looking for. I'm sorry. Yeah, Sci-Fi has a show called Spin in development. Don't know what it is. I have no idea. Never heard of it. Uh, Disney XD, September 24th, Star Wars Rebels is back for season three. I am so looking forward to this because Grand Admiral <laughs> Thrawn! The only problem I have with the fact that Grand Admiral Thrawn is going to be on Rebels is that that greatly, not necessarily, but greatly reduces the, the chance that we're going to get Thrawn in the movies. Actually, see, I see it the other way around because mm. the fact that he's in Star Wars Rebels now means that he's canon. Right. Which means that the the chances are even better that he could show up because prior to this all of those books all the uh, all the extended universe oh, yeah, all that yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah, just yeah. got shunted off into right. legends so it was all gone. I know but still and they're cherry picking at... back pieces that people like. But realistically but... you're looking at a character who is like it's almost 50 years later. So we're not but, I, yeah, but, uh, who, I know, who, but, who knows the lifespan of the chiss? Uh, well, right? That's okay that's true. But I, I, like I said, I just it, it, I'm excited at the same time. I'm like, yeah. But I want him in the movies. He could very well come I'm back just, in the movie. Okay, all right. We have a better shot at getting him in the movies now that he's camped. This is very true. So very I, true. I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the glass half full guy this time. I was gonna say just whoa. this one, just this one, folks at home. Because uh, get your get your uh, uh, sci-fi for me bingo cards out and <laughs> yeah, because my mug is half full. Oh. But not for very much longer. All right, so um, uh, moving on. Steven Universe over on mm-hmm. Cartoon Network. Yep. Stitchers uh, on Freeform. Uh, Stranger Things just got announced is going to get a second season. It's on Netflix. Right. 
We've got Supergirl coming to CW for it. Yes. It's sophomore season, uh, October 10th. Everyone's excited there. about that. Yeah, this is going to be so good. Um, I'm still not sure about Tyler Hecklin playing Superman. We'll have to see him. We'll have to see. Yeah. Once, he, once he gets on I, camera, they cast him for a reason. They ca- I, I know, and I'm hanging on they to that. They cast him for a reason. But I still keep stumbling over the fact that he's only a year older than Melissa Benoist, Set and it bothers photo. me. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. So, right. I don't know. Supernatural over on the CW, the show that will never die. Well, it did air first, I think, in 1953. And <laughs> yeah, well, it's the same cast. They have aged remarkably show, well, and the makeup job is fantastic. That show has outlived. I, I ran across an article. The headline was, and I can't, I, I haven't read it yet. I need to go back and look at it. The headline was how Supernatural outlived the WB. Mm. Because Supernatural outlived the WB. Right, you remember? Yeah. You remember a lot of these shows that are on CW. They were on. Right. The WB before it was the WB, and then you had some shows that were on UPN. None of those shows have survived. Well, no. So yeah, <clears throat> so we got uh, Supernatural. We got Tales from the Crypt coming to HBO in 2017. Yeah, that's from M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, but the Crypt Keeper, Crypt Keeper, Yes, he'll be back. So. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, it's we have two. We have two potential strikes there. One is that Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Dark Side, those anthology shows. Uh-huh. Um, I I don't think there. I don't think it's there's a room. There's a space for them. I think I think bringing them back is not necessarily a bad idea. That kind of just you know every week it's a different thing. Sure. Actually, there I think there's an audience for that. Um, M Night, however, his yeah. track record has been so erratic. Less successful than successful, right? And and I think that when we consider the fact that we're looking, we look at the, this renaissance of superhero films, and I really I, there were it certainly was a, a step down for a lot of people who came off Sixth Sense, uh, but Unbreakable mm. to me is still one of the finest superhero films yeah. we've gotten. Because it felt very real. If if Snyder and company had taken oh. the Unbreakable lesson yeah. and applied it a little more to the first couple it might have been DCU better. universes, I think it could have been better. Because you could still have that kind of dark and grim and aesthetic mm-hmm. and still tell a hopeful story. So, Did you see um, Bukes at Warner Brothers saying, yeah, there's some room for improvement on the, on the DC films, but they still made money. Well, like... <laughs> Dear uh, Hollywood. I posted on Twitter when when he did that. It was basically Bukes is saying, yeah, the bread's got mold on it, but you can scrape it off and make a sandwich still. I saw your tweet. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what he did. That's uh-huh. what he yeah. did with yeah. the DC movies. Yeah, yeah, they could be better, although, but they again, made money. Although, so. Again, I will say that Suicide Squad was not the dumpster fire that so many, so many critics said it was. Yeah, well, that's true. But, you know, it's it's... And like you've said before, it's a business. They mm-hmm. look at the money. It's right. the dollars. And if it makes money, that's all that matters. And that's why we have hope, considering the new people running things over. In, yes, that that's going to be gives us hope. Hope, so. hope, hope. Um, Teen Wolf. On MTV. The final season of Teen Wolf. I think Dustin would really like to get a chance to get back into Teen Wolf I, for the final season. I would I, like to see Teen, Dustin do his recaps of Teen Wolf again. I know. That, that would I, be fun. We'll I think if he, if he can work it out with the kids. Tie him down and 
put a pen in his mouth and just say, just, <laughs> just go, just do it. Find him a babysitter for the kids. Well, he could dictate those <laughs> well. and get the court stenographer to type them up, right? I mean, it wouldn't be that much. I'm just, I'm just saying. His, you know, his life that could, is busy. That could be an intern job. There you go. For some people. Find us an intern. Find us an intern. <clears throat> hey, we have an intern. We need more than portfolio. one. We need more than one. All right. So uh, also coming back to CW in 2017, we know not when the 100. Yes. For another yes. season. The Chronicles of Amber in development from Skybound TV. Don't know yes. about that one. Um, as a huge fan of the books, uh, Roger Zelazny, mm-hmm. another one of those yeah. very iconic writers. Um. This could be very, very cool, or it could be a bloody train wreck. Yes, and I just don't know. Like most of these, well, like, well, like like the the iconic ones: Foundation, yeah. Brave New World, mm-hmm. Childhood's End. I mean, well, I mean, look, Foundation is not a character driven story. No, and that's a real problem for for television. Um, <laughs> and Chronicles of Amber is high fantasy with modern setting, and we've seen. Plenty of examples of that being done wrong oh, on television. Oh, yeah. And that's the other one where the casting has got to be dead on. Yeah. And recognize that you're going to have to change your main character halfway through your giant story arc. Because the first main character is dad, and the second main character is son. Mm. Uh, and well, as long as there's a as long as there's a through line from there is a one through character line. to the well, next character, yeah, then... except that except that he basically wrote Corbin's story, <clears throat> and then years later came back and wrote Merlin's story. Mm. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I, we'll I, see. that that one makes me nervous. Yeah. Well, add that one to the list. Exactly. Uh, things <laughs> that make you nervous. Uh, we also we already talked about the Exorcist. We mentioned the Expanse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Flashback. The Flash is back. I'm not going to say the Flashback. The Flash. It's a different show. Uh, returns on October 4th. Which I'm looking forward to a lot. Yeah, that's, so that's... going to be fun. Hopefully, they do Flashpoint better than DC Comics did Flashpoint. Okay. <clears throat> the bar is set very low on them doing <laughs> a better true. job. That is true. That is true. I enjoyed I enjoyed Flashpoint, the miniseries. The aftermath of Flashpoint oh, yeah. was my issue. That, you, yeah, that was the dumpster fire. Oh, yeah. That was the DC Comics dumpster fire, which they're just now recovering from. But apparently, from all accounts, they're recovering really well right now. They're the bounce back sales, on that yeah, been... sales on Rebirth has DC Comics at number one for the first time in over five years. Yeah. And critically not only that, stuff. critically acclaimed, some of the creators that it, that have come back mm-hmm. for it. That's that's a plus. And industry wide, sales are up. Mm-hmm. All across the board. So, you know, all the indie comics, all the all the creator-owned stuff, Marvel, Image, IDW, Dark Horse, all of everybody, industry-wide comic sales are up because of Rebirth. Congratulations, Jeff Johns. Well, and... And and everybody that he put together on that team because that's could, his. Yeah, I know that's, that's for he, true. He well, gets that one. He, he has understood, and however you feel about him as a writer, and he, there are certainly some people who've, who've raised some legitimate complaints about some of his writing stuff. But he has done a really good job of taking characters who the common argument has been you cannot bring that character back or you cannot revitalize that character. There's no way to do it. And, Why would and, you want to write for that character? And be fair to your audience. Yeah. And he has sat there and gone, well, yeah, you can, and then done it. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, the Barry Allen Flash, there's a reason we're, we have a show called The Flash. It's the Barry Allen Flash. Mm-hmm. 
And that's because he brought him back. And that's why Barry Allen is going to be the Flash in the Justice League. Yeah. So even though it's a different Barry Allen played by a multiverse, different multiverse actor and multiverse, neither Multi one of them are blonde. First. Well, you know, they're not blonde. I am not caring. I am. I, don't, I'm, you know, I am certainly still. not. I am not caring about, especially on the on the CW show. Yeah. No, I no. Grant Gustin is killing. He's doing it a fantastic job. Great. The Frankenstein Chronicles. Okay, so the first season. Yeah. Aired over in the UK. Uh-huh. It's coming to A&E. It's coming to A&E at some point. We yes. do not have a date yet. Right. Uh, we will be covering that. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be as on Apocalypse now. I got, or it's a, gonna I be... got a note here that you're going to be doing the recaps. Well, I, yeah, and, I, and I, I, I did watch the first season. And the reason we don't have recaps for it now, because we knew it was coming over here, and I didn't want to yeah. sit there. And, right. Here's a show you're not watching. And you probably can't see unless you have access to British television. But you could write the recaps ahead of time and have them all ready to a go. A long time ahead of time. Just, yeah, so. But it's, I, um, I'm looking forward to that getting stateside. I was really, really impressed with that show. Yep. Hallmark uh, has The Good Witch. Uh-huh, right. It's going to be a series that comes out of the, the, the TV movies that mm -hmm. they've been doing with Catherine Bell. Right, right. Uh, who would have made a great Wonder Woman in her time. I would agree I'm with just that. saying. I would agree with that. Back when she was on JAG? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She mm -hmm. could have been Wonder Woman. <clears throat> Last Man on Earth. Uh, we talked about that one. Uh, now, NBC has a put pilot commitment on something called The Last Policeman. This is a story about the last policeman on Earth after the apocalypse. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Sonia is doing recaps of The Last Ship over on TNT. Right, yeah. Another post-apocalypse thing but um, handling it pretty well yeah. actually from all accounts. Uh, hbo has the leftovers right coming mm -hmm, sure so. now we're on page three yeah coming towards the end yeah coming toward the around the corner and in the home stretch of uh, tnt november 20th the librarians is back for another season and i did enjoy that it is oh, it's a fun show there are times well and you know what it's one of those shows where there are times you go okay this is just fun yeah and you're not looking for deep and meaningful entertainment Oh, no, no. But it's just fun. It is. And that's nothing wrong with that and, at all. And that is why that show works. Oh, yeah. If they took themselves seriously oh, it, at it would, any point in the show, it would completely fall burn. apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that one's fun. Um, uh, Warner Brothers TV is developing a story, is developing a series based on the lies of Loch Lamora. Oh, okay. Uh, don't have any more after that outside of the fact that it's in development. Mm -hmm. This is in development, so it's not on the area. Uh, Sci-Fi has The Magicians coming back. Amazon's mm -hmm. got another season of The Man in the High Man in the High Castle. Right. I've only had two cups of coffee today. That's coming to Amazon Prime. Uh, Spike has The Mist. This is the one that's based on Stephen King's story. Right. Should be very interesting to see what they do with that in terms of – because that's – if you haven't read the novella mm – -hmm. It ends a certain way. If you saw the film, it ends a different way. Gosh. And both of them answer a very important question. I'm not going to spoil it for the folks who haven't seen it, who might watch the, you know, yep. might watch the show. But it answers a very important questions in two radically different ways. I'd be very interested to see what they do with this show. No. Uh, the originals on CW, mm -hmm. the Shannara Chronicles on MTV. Now, I did, I did recaps for Shannara Chronicles for the first season right? up to a certain point, and I just got overwhelmed with the... Right. I was, I think I was, at one point, I think I counted, I was doing recaps for 10 shows yeah. at once, and it, it just got to be too much. It still feels a little Game of Thrones-like. 
Yeah, but it, it's not bad, yeah. especially given the fact that it's on MTV. Sure. And the production value is really, really, really good compared mm-hmm. to some of the other stuff. Um, I actually, in terms of quality, mm-hmm. you know, the performances of the actors and the writing and the production design sure. and all of that, in terms of quality, if you look at the Shannara Chronicles and you look at Shadowhunters, mm-hmm. Shannara Chronicles is far and away better, a better show. Um, I mean, you know, yeah, we've got, you know, we've got Cat on the other show, but Shannara Chronicles is better. Right, so, there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Sure. FX has The Strain. <sighs> or How Not to Do Vampires. Yeah. Uh, the Vampire Diaries, back for its final season. Right, yeah. And I hear a rumor yeah. that Nina Dobrev might be coming back. Really? For at least some appearances. I don't know. I don't okay. know. I haven't I haven't heard that. I have not confirmed that. Uh, you guys are doing The Walking Dead. Yes. Over on AMC. Uh, Hulu has a show called The Warriors, which I think is based on a comic book, but I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, somebody, and I, I haven't got a note here, so I don't know exactly who, but somebody, I think it's sci-fi, developing uh, The Wheel of Time. And that's another one of those, like Foundation uh, and, and... The problem I have with The Wheel of Time, stuff. though, is that it's the series, it's, it's, it's like Game of Thrones. It's the series that never bloody ends. It did end, finally. Well, I know, but it goes on. It's, it's like, what, 30 books? Or yeah, it's gigantic. 60 so, books? Um, hey, all great. Okay. And actually, The Wheel of Time. Robert Jordan. Uh, Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson. Right. Did, did the, the finishing out of those. Mm-hmm. But that series of books, this past, not this Hugo's, but last year's Hugo, the mm-hmm. 2015 Hugo's. Yeah. Uh, the Wheel of Time in its entirety, mm-hmm. was nominated for a Hugo because of the last book's publication date making the entire series eligible oh. as one work. <laughs> because the way they look at it is, that, well, it's all one story. Right, yeah. And since the final book got published in 2014, you can nominate. They nominated The Wheel of Time, <laughs> and that actually got the discussion going, uh, and I think they passed... I think it passed in the business meeting this year, mm-hmm. and it's going to have to be ratified next year. But I think they're adding a series right. yeah. as a category. Which we think so, is a good idea. So, yeah, so things like Wheel of Time, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, um, <clears throat> Honor Harrington, sure. those kind of things. Although Honor Harrington would never get nominated from this crowd. Well, but I, I, those, I, those would end up being in their own category rather than in novel. Well, I think they'd be, you could also – it could also give you a chance to do an an award that maybe maybe it's an honorary award or it's a memorial award. Mm-hmm. We can sit there and go Terry Pratchett's Discworld, yeah, you know, or do the Honor Harrington books or or whatever you know the because there's so many so many series that you well they're, just, they're, they're, they're no you, they're you not they're never going to nominate David Weber. I would say that they could nominate David Weber. They're Honor not Harry- going to nominate Honor David Weber. Harry- they're books not going to uh, nominate David Weber. Whatever. Anyway. He's, he's, anyway. He's, they're not, because it's I military would. adventure science fiction. <laughs> no, it's not really. It's that's, literary that's adaptation. How it's, that's how it's, it's categorized. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway. <clears throat> Moving on. Please. Uh, uh, where was I? Um, the Warriors Wheel of Time. The X-Files, back on Fox. They are talking about another season. Yeah, but we don't, we don't know, know when. I don't, probably, probably be 2018 at this point. Freeform has something called These Timeless Stars. Mm-mm. Nothing. ABC, Time After Time. This is another one of those time travel 
shows. Right. This is the one that's based on the movie that's got H.G. Wells chasing Jack the Ripper. Which, if handled well, yeah, it could be like that, the first season of... There's that word again. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got that. We've got Timeless on NBC, which is right. the other time travel movie. This right. is the yeah. one that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. They have to go back and they have to fix things. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the pilot. Yeah. Teresa Wickersham is going to do recaps on this one. Sure. Um, it's not bad. It's rough. Mm. There's a couple of places where you kind of look sideways at it and go, wait a minute. <laughs> sure. But it's uh, it's one of those shows that's going to be all in the execution. Mm, right. If yeah. they sell it, then they could do it could do okay. Twin Peaks coming to Showtime. Yes. At some point, we mentioned Van Helsing on Sci-Fi that comes uh, September twenty third. Uh, a new season of Vixen animated DC mm-hmm. Comics show coming to CW Seed. So that'll be uh, second season coming at some point. Uh, we've got Wayward Pines on Fox. That just, I think, just wrapped up their second season. It wrapped season. up their second season. I think, I can't remember if they're getting Did a anybody watch it? I think people started to, but it was such a... I, don't, the, I didn't hear anything about numbers being any good on it. Well, as I recall, from what I remember hearing from fans, is that it was just so joyless. and not. I mean, it's, a, it's a grim concept anyway, but I mean, yeah. basically it was a point where it's like, well, uh... I guess the hope thing never made it into this script idea. So. Oh, so they've been watching The Walking Dead. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have something on CW called Weave World. Uh, I I couldn't tell you. See, Weave World. I want to say that Weave World was a was one of the uh, Clive Barker fantasy oh, novels, okay. and I think it'd be a really interesting thing to try and do, which could be interesting because considering that Barker has linked together most of his books, um, Pinhead could show up. On the CW? He'll be pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's what we need. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. But oh, no. and they could bring back Terry uh, Terry Farrell as a guest star. There you go. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, we talked earlier, Westworld on HBO mm-hmm. finally uh, has, uh, we've got tr- we've got trailers, we've got promos. Look good. October 2nd, it debuts on HBO. Uh, we need to find somebody who's got HBO. Great. Um uh, wild cards in development at Sci-Fi. I think Sci-Fi. It may be Fox. I don't know. Wild cards for those of you who don't know, because it really was a big, much bigger deal in the eighties. Uh-huh. Um, is a anthology series written by a bunch of different authors, edited and managed and mentored by George R. R. Martin. Right. So there was there were a lot of short stories. There were novels. Uh, basically, it's a world where suddenly there are superheroes, and it does not affect people the same. Now, Some, this is not the same as Powers, right. which is a world where there are superheroes. This is suddenly you can be... Well, the wild cards is it, aces, jokers. Mm. Um, the aces are the folks who ended up having really cool powers, and they're pretty. Right. The jokers end up being... Not so pretty. Not so pretty. And But it's it, it was an early attempt to look at the world of superheroes through a very realistic eye. And we actually talked to... And a shared universe, which was cool. Yeah, we talked to a number of authors at Worldcon mm-hmm. uh, who are part of the Wild Cards stories, and you. Can I would see actually it. like to see. Uh, there was there were three big series. One was a fantasy series, and I can't remember what it was. Heroes in Hell mm-hmm. was the other big yeah. anthology series, where basically it was historical characters and original characters finding themselves in hell, and a lot uh, some some great historical villains going. Huh. I'd like to be in charge here. 
And so it was horror and politics and oh, wow. really interesting stuff. Um, and, of course, some, some very interesting uh, takes on some historical characters. And that, that was part of the Wild Cards Well, it was, no, it was, it, was, it was sort of an adjacent series. I don't know. Okay. I, I think some of the same authors actually were writing stories in both worlds. Okay. But it, did, it wasn't part of the same universe. Yeah. But uh, the Wild Cards, uh, we don't have a date on it. Yeah. Don't have a network on it. But it is in development. I, I want to say that there was a, a network that was announced, and I didn't. I don't have it written down. I, I want to say it's sci-fi. But it's it been be books. Possible. It's been a comic book series. They had mm-hmm. a comic book series in the nineties. Yep. Um, I think it actually ran into the two thousands. I think. Yeah. And, and like I said, we have uh, we have interviews from WorldCon mm-hmm. with uh, a, a, a couple of two three authors uh, over on our YouTube channel. So uh, good to you see you. Go check those out. Um, we're in. We're last. Our last few. <laughs> Winona Earp did get yes. it renewed. Yes. If you're not watching this show, that. watch this show. It is a good show. It is. It is it a is, very good show. Yeah. Fantastic show. Z, Fantastic cast. Z Nation came back. the second season. It came back last week. Uh, came back last week with two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Sci-Fi really would like you to watch that show. They really would. <laughs> then we have something called Zero K. I don't know anything about it. No, not a clue. And then I've got this on the list. I'm still not sure about it. Zoo. On CBS. This is based on a James Patterson story. Yeah. It is... Um, when the first, season, the, first, the first season is, is under... We're done with first season. Mm-hmm. Second season is coming in. And it is basically... All the animals start attacking mm-hmm. for some reason. Superbug plague. Uh, I I don't know. I I'm I'm not sure if this qualifies as genre. It probably does qualify as genre. It's probably um, well, it probably falls under an apocalyptic fiction category. Maybe. Well, okay. In the same uh, way that the birds is kind of genre. Okay. Well, um, horror maybe. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And I think All that right. I think yeah. that also. Um, Oh, that's interesting because there's some other Patterson books that could be better served. Although, as much as I loved the Patterson books for many, many years, when it kind of turned into the factory, mm-hmm. yeah, um, certainly I thought there was a, a dip in quality. But nonetheless, um, yeah, I haven't heard, I have not watched any of the first season of Zoo. Yeah, I haven't either. It was on the list of things where it's like, well, if I have time, <laughs> yeah. I will get to that. And wait, wait, that never what? happened. <laughs> so, you actually allow for the possibility that you're going to have time for it's this? It's a lie I tell myself. Okay, all right. It's one of the many lies I tell myself. Now, we've gone through all of that list, and, and we've run a little bit long on this show. Yeah. But the reason that I've gone through all of those shows mm-hmm. <clears throat> is because I'm going to put it out there Sure. that if you have any interest at all in oh, yeah. writing recaps for us there are as as you've heard here on this list <laughs> there are a ton of shows yeah uh that are out there that are coming uh some of them actually have premiere dates they're on the schedule for the fall or they're coming in for mid-season uh and we need writers we need people who will write the recaps and tell us what you think about the shows and and all that good stuff so if you go to our website sci-fi-for-me.com, across the top menu under about us there's an about us under yes. button and under that there's a tab called volunteer so sci-fi-for-me.com/about/volunteer slash and you can fill in the form mm-hmm. and you can say hey 
I want to write for you for exposure. Uh, you will get a T-shirt. I can say that. Yeah. Yeah. And depending on where you are and depending on how active you want to be, we could get you into some conventions maybe yes, under yes. press We've, press credentials. We have stuff. gotten uh, – we have had many of our, our yeah. staff get in and – Play at conventions all the time, so. and you know, you be on the list. Maybe we'll give you some stuff from superhero, superhero stuff. stuff yeah. So, I uh, do want to thank them and encourage you to go visit superherostuff.com for uh, for stuff for licensed merchandise. And that's going to do it for us. Don't forget, you can leave us comments uh, with all of the social media, or you can send us an email h two o at sci fi for me dot com. Let us know what you think. What what in this list are you looking forward to what shows are you anticipating what do you want to see and what are you cringing about uh let us know <laughs> on that and uh that's going to do it for us tim harvey always a pleasure my name is jason hunt on behalf of all of us here at sci-fi for me thank you very much for listening for watching check out our other podcasts we have 10 in production yeah. uh on itunes podcast.com and uh, our our video over on uh, Sci-Fi for Me TV, which is our YouTube channel. And we will be back with another episode of H2O next week. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi for Me Radio. Copyright 2016 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. This is Sci-Fi for Me Radio. 